0: For RCR TV, I'm Sean Kinney, and welcome to HetNet Happenings, where we take a look at all things DAS, Wi Fi, Small Cell, and much more.
1: ComScope. Thinking beyond today's technology to help you make the best decision for your network and your business. Telecom Careers, the number one global telecom and wireless job board. TelecomCareers.com. Welcome
0: back to HetNet Happenings. We've got a really interesting show for you today. I just got back to Austin from a trip down to New Orleans for the SCTE Cable Tech Expo. There was a lot of really interesting technology on display there, particularly DOCSIS 3.1. One of the big themes of the show was this move of uh, telecom cable company convergence. So we're going to take a look at some of those topics with representatives from Aris and from Ericsson, so please stay tuned for that. And, you know, when we talk about telecom convergence with cable companies, both types of companies have real similar technological and business opportunities and challenges. You know, take a look at AT&T, they just completed a $48.5 billion acquisition of DirecTV and the goal here and, and sort of a wider industry goal is to be able to offer these triple play, quad play service bundles to your customers to get a little more value added. And on the operator side, you can gain some efficiencies and some new revenue streams. So this is really going to be a trend line to keep an eye on. And uh, one of the things we're going to look at today is Doxis, which is a real central technology to all of this. DOCSIS stands for data over cable. I'm going to have to go to the notes here just to make sure I get this right. Data over Cable Service Interface Standardization. The latest version is 3.1, and what this does is it empowers MSOs to provide gigabit plus speeds over coaxial cable. So that has huge implications when you can compete with fiber speeds with a coaxial infrastructure that's already in place. It sort of extends the lifecycle there, has big implications for CapEx on the operator side. And so... We got the opportunity to talk to Charles Cheevers, who is the CTO for Customer Premise Equipment at aris and he's going to explain to us why DOCSIS 3.1 is so important.
1: Uh, why is DOXUS 3.1 important? Well, DOXUS 3.1 is the next evolution of the CapEx-saving technology that cable operators need to deliver multi-gigabit services. The modem itself can do anywhere between two and a half to five gigabits per second into the home, so plenty of headroom to be able to do gigabit services in the coming years for the operator without having to change the plant significantly. And DOCSIS 3.1 being the enabling technology, our E6000 C-CAP device is the device on the other end which sends the signal down and up to the or down to the CM or the surfboard 8200 to to do the high speeds. Now, on top of that, then we're moving into the. Um, the Wi-Fi space at high speeds too because more and more consumers are requiring that their access speeds, gigabit speeds also be present over the Wi-Fi links in the home. So That puts an extra challenge on delivering gigabit Wi-Fi speeds in the home. You can do that a couple of ways. We've looked at technologies 4x4 and 8x8 Wi-Fi, placing those centrally in a U.S. home of typically 2,400 square feet will give gigabit coverage throughout the the house, but typically it's difficult to place the cable modem in the central location in the house, so you typically need some extension. We estimate based on our own technical surveys as well as some of our CEI survey data that about 36% of U.S. homes will need augmentation with a second access device or second extender device to do a gigabit speed and that will then give gigabit services to allow services like ultra HD over Wi-Fi to emerge and be robust and high quality enough so that operators won't be plagued with customer support calls on a very robust 4k delivery service.
0: You know, Charles, the day that we uh, shot that interview was celebrating his birthday down there in New Orleans, and uh, right after they uh, sung Happy Birthday and sliced the cake, he took a few minutes to speak with me, which we certainly appreciate. And so now that he's told us why DOCSIS 3.1 is important, I wanted to hear a little bit more from him about this convergence trend. Let's take a look at that.
1: The, the, the architectures are converging. Um, very similarly. Um, It's typically a very high-speed access network. In the case of telco companies they're going to G.fast and fiber and we typically build products like our MVG uh, 899 which does both fiber and DSL on the same device with um, SFPs that plug in. We're moving towards next generation uh, GPON solutions for telcos. And all that stuff is converging then on a on a on a residential gateway with a high spec for both Wi-Fi and other LAN technologies. No different in the cable uh, space. The cable companies have the advantage uh, over telco in terms of the the speed of the coax network. Although G fast on the DS, DSL network is improving somewhat, the shorter loops on 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 the coax side on on telco networks. But in the case of The cable network, we've already delivered 24 and 32 channels at DOCSIS 3.0, which means a gigabit plus of service to a specific um, CPE device. And with 3.1, then we're going to blow that out even further. But there there is a push as well to greenfield opportunities in the cable space to all fiber. And again, Aris are developing products that not only span the RF side of the cable coax, but also into the optical space as more and more of our gateways allow both access networks. But essentially, they all the telco and the cable devices e- equalise on the land side. They all want the best possible Wi-Fi. They all want to present wired um, connections into the home for extenders. In the case of the cable networks and some telco networks, they use Mocha quite heavily in the U.S. Uh, other technologies that we brought to market are G.H.N. for uh, per line, and even you know using structured cabling like Cat 5 or Cat 6 can be also used. So. From a, from a MIPS perspective, from a processing perspective, building a residential gateway that does gigabit level of processing, gigabit level of Wi-Fi, and the ability to extend Wi-Fi in the home is common across telco and cable networks.
0: You know, in addition to enjoying the culture and atmosphere and eating some delicious Cajun food while I was down there at the show in New Orleans, I also got the chance to catch up with Simon Frost from Ericsson who's the head of their media marketing and communications group. Uh, Simon's been on the show before. He joined us around Mobile World Congress back in February to talk about Ericsson's investment and move into the cable media delivery space. It was nice to catch up with him again. And uh, Ericsson's theme at this show was enabling agility in an MSO. So Simon is going to give us an overview of why that's important. He's also going to comment on this convergence trend that we mentioned earlier and discussed with Charles from Aris. So I'd like you to take a look at this interview and get an idea of what Ericsson is doing in
2: this growing space. The theme at SCT Cable Tech Expo from Ericsson is the Agile MSO. And we believe in the Agile MSO because we fundamentally see that they need to be more agile on multiple levels in terms of service agility, in terms of network agility, in terms of the consumer proposition agility. And why do we need agility? It's because the consumer is evolving ever faster. You know, we really see that in terms of all the services that can be offered to consumers How they want to access content on their terms, the types of services they want, the the devices they own, and what they expect to be able to use with those. So it really is about delighting that consumer every single day, and that's a big challenge. Well, I think the opportunity, I mean, Ericsson's investing a lot to drive into cable. Um, We're already having a great, great traction in terms of uh, the portfolio, the services that we have in helping cable, but we really see you know the way I see it is pay TV service providers which is satellite cable and telecoms have very similar challenges I mean From a technology perspective, they are converging in their outlook. They're all shifting towards all IP delivery networks, all IP platforms. They're looking to embrace software technologies, cloud technologies to make them more agile. Um, But they all have a very similar challenge in that they're trying to bundle content packages and service packages, such as telephony and mobility and broadband. They're trying to bundle those together and provide the ultimate service to the consumer. And that's getting more and more challenging because the consumer's questioning how much they're paying for the services. Do they want all this content? It, you know, do I need to get everything from one place? Now we believe that's they do. So, uh, you know, I think that's the great opportunity is how can they delight the TV consumer with all, and keep their value. Um, and so we see, even though the technology is a bit different between cable, satellite, and telecoms, the challenge really at the business level is very similar. It's a very good question. Um, You know, 5G is a little way out yet. I mean, I think when you look at the capacities that will be in 5G, in terms of sheer broadband speeds, the, and it's not just about speed, it's about lower latencies for certain types of services. You know, personally, I think we will see, once we move to this, we call it the network society, the industry kind of calls it, uh, you know, the internet of things, IOT. Once we truly see the amount of connected devices, um, the types of services that will be demanded by that, things like connected car, You know, that's going to have very specific service requirements in terms of not just broadband speed but as I say, things like latency that I'm not sure Wi-Fi would necessarily be able to address in quite the same way. So I do think when we, you know, it's a bit crystal balling really to look out towards what 5G could do but 5G is being really, you know, designed for the Internet of Things and, you know, Wi-Fi has been very much designed for giving broadband for the masses but not necessarily with any great, you know, one single service capability that it's been focused for you know a lot of this show is a technology oriented show there's a lot about the access network so the convergence on doxis 3.1 the performance of doxis 3.1 the access network shifting to ip the performance of that and the broadband capabilities that enables so i think a lot of it is about the access network for me what happens once you've got an all ip infrastructure is how do you can how can you innovate the services on top of that and i think that's where we started to see the key themes of and why we've got this agility theme is how do you delight the TV consumer? How do you continue to do that? You know, how do you keep up with their needs and demands? And is cable placed to be able to do that better than others? Well, I think there's some strategic advantages from the broadband capabilities in their network, clearly, from fixed with DOCSIS and Wi-Fi from a wireless perspective as well. So I think the key themes really is technology convergence, technology enablement, but then how do you build services on top of that that will really drive cable to be more competitive and of course drive customer satisfaction? Because you know I think that's an area with real improvement needed in terms of this industry.
0: How does DOCSIS 3.1 enable an MSO to extend the useful life of its coax plan? That one
2: I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's
0: all right. Anything else that you want to highlight here? Uh,
2: no, I think we're good. <laughs>
0: the cable tech expo I I learned a lot about uh, how important integration between cable and telcos is likely to be in the near and long-term future of the industry and we've got a lot more multimedia content that we shot down there on the show that's going up on the RCR wireless news YouTube channel so I'd encourage you to take a look at that and try to stay on top of what's going on in the industry and you know in addition to that we've got a lot of coverage from the show up on rcrwireless.com while you're there you might sign up for our daily newsletter to get the latest telecom and ict headlines delivered straight to your inbox every day and you know uh next week we're going to have an interesting episode of hetnet happenings for you Uh, We've got the Texas Wireless Summit going on in Austin today at the University of Texas, and that's all geared around 5G. So we're going to take a look at that. And also next week in Austin, we've got the Dell World Exposition. So we're going to find out what's going on with Dell and bring that to you. In the meantime, I appreciate you tuning in to HeadNet Happenings, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, you know, this
1: really HetNet Happenings is a production of RCR TV. To reach Sean Kinney or to suggest a show topic for Hetnet Happenings, you can reach Sean at skinney at rcrwireless.com. On Twitter at SeanKinneyRCR. Kinney RCR. To find out more about the latest in Hetnet and all things wireless, dig into rcrwireless.com.